Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist 2021 Daily Reading Programme. Today is day two, meaning we are in Genesis 3 and 4, and Philippians chapter 1, verse 19, through to chapter 2 and verse 11. Let's begin by looking at our Old Testament passage. Yesterday we considered the perfect creation of God. Today we learn how it was all tarnished by one single action. We're not introduced to the serpent nor told at this stage how the serpent came to be, but what we are told is that he is crafty and we should notice the negative connotations here. This serpent uses deceiving means to get his way and with Eve he uses a doubt to bring about sin. In verse 1 of chapter 3 the question is, did God actually say? It brings a level of doubt that maybe Eve heard wrong and her reply shows that the serpent has been successful. Eve responds by extending the rule, adding that they can't touch the tree. That is, God said don't eat from this tree. Eve extends it to they can't touch the tree. She then minimises the penalty from what God said, that they will surely die, to die. Now these may seem insignificant, but what it shows is that Eve is changing what God has said, which leads to the serpent being able to question the very motives of God. And once questioned, Eve begins to see that the command of God is something that is laborious and now has the desire for this forbidden fruit. This is what Satan does. He tempts by making sin look good and God look bad. What was incredible though is Adam. He walks straight into it and without a second thought, he eats from the tree. Notice how everything changes when Adam eats. That is because the covenant was between Adam and God. And so with Adam's disobedience, breaking this life and death agreement, punishment would have to be given. The perfect world would be no, no longer. Eve would be punished. Satan would be punished. Adam would be punished. Work, childbearing, marriage, everything was now tarnished. And before Adam and Eve could eat of the tree of life, in verse 22 and 23, God makes sure to remove them from Eden so that they won't end up in eternal sin. We head from this devastating reality into chapter 4, where some time has passed. Adam and Eve have had children and it seems that sin has tarnished the next generation as well. In a row over offerings, Cain kills his brother Abel. And murder has now become part of society, brought on by sin. Notice in verse 10 how intimately God knows his creation. Blood in the earth cries out to the Lord. He sees all things, knows all things and knows when a life has been taken. This grievous sin further caused a divide between God and man, for God cannot be party to sin. Sin really is a dreadful thing, and we so desperately need to be saved from it. There is nothing we can do to rid ourselves of sin other than humble ourselves before God. Since the fall of mankind in Genesis 3, we have needed a rescuer, a saviour, and that is Jesus. Genesis reminds us today to be so thankful for Jesus, for if it were not for him, we would be stuck in Genesis 3 and 4, in this awful reality of God's wrath placed on us because of our sin. So the first four chapters of Genesis really leads us to Jesus and leads us to praise him for his sacrifice. Well, let's now head to our New Testament passage and into Philippians. As you read the passage, remember, Paul is currently under house arrest. He is essentially in prison for the gospel. But just see how he writes, you would hardly believe he is suffering. For to Paul, living is all about Jesus. Notice he either wants to die and be with Jesus, or he wants to live and serve Jesus. Paul encourages the church in Philippi to live in a similar way. Just look at verse 27. Live your lives worthy of the gospel. The encouragement is to remain strong in Christ, 
to not waver and to have the gospel permeate into every aspect of our lives. Hence, as we move into chapter 2, Paul now begins to apply these truths to our lives. We're to consider others before ourselves, seeking the best of others rather than for ourselves. He gives Jesus as the greatest example of this, how Jesus left his eternal home and came to this earth so that we would be rescued. The sacrifice of Jesus is the example of how we should sacrifice for others. His obedience was not easy. It had no earthly reward, yet he died for the sake of others. As we considered the contrast today between Genesis and that awful reality of sin and Philippians and that wonderful sacrifice of Jesus, we recognise there is a big difference. Genesis focuses on self and how it leads to sin and disobedience, where Philippians considers what it would look like if we truly lived for Jesus. With that in mind, I want to encourage you by setting a challenge. Consider how you can put others before yourself today. Think specifically how you could put your wife, your husband, your children, your friends before you and how can you seek the best for them? What do you need to give up? Where do you need to be humbled? I would challenge us to practice what we read and be like Jesus in our interactions with one another. You see, looking at both of these passages together, we learn one fundamental thing. Eve acted for herself. Adam acted for himself. Cain acted for himself but Paul shows us the example of what it looks like to act for others. So let's take the love of Christ and let us share that out in selfless and sacrificial love towards others. Let me close our time by praying. Father, we thank you that we can read your word once again today. We recognise that sin has caused a divide between mankind and God, yet praise God for Jesus, for he has come as our saviour to bridge that gap so that we would once again be called children of God. Father, we pray that through our faith in Jesus, we would live lives that are selfless and sacrificial, that we would take the example of Jesus and that we would show love and care and devotion to serving others. Father, help us not be like Eve, Adam and Cain. Help us be more like Paul and more like Jesus. Help us live out our faiths each day. Father, let us take that challenge today and let us serve others, putting others before ourselves. We pray this all in the name of Jesus, our Saviour. Amen.